Welcome to Lose Yourself with Dr. Mike Cunningham, Bible teacher in Vineyard, Utah. When we lose ourselves in worldly distractions, we lose our value, our purpose, and our passion in exchange for temporal experiences. But Jesus says that whoever would lose their life for his sake will find it. Let's learn what it means to lose yourself with Dr. Mike. Welcome to Lose Yourself. I'm Dr. Mike Cunningham, and I'm so glad you could join me for today's program. Well, friends, we are entering into a new series. We had a discipleship series and a few episodes of interview with Dr. Richard Howe, and now we're moving on into a study on the book of Ecclesiastes. Lose Yourself as a program is a call to discipleship, and the most important way to do that is through the Word of God. And this Old Testament book offers a valuable perspective that can inform our discipleship journey. Some people might look at me and say, wouldn't it be more appropriate to spend more time in the New Testament? And we do. We have done Philippians. We've done other books. But this one I wanted to take a look at because this is a great bridge from the perspective of the person, explores the futility of life, and then answers it with the need for something greater, i.e., our relationship with Christ to define our lives and to give it purpose. See, friend, we are constantly chasing things that are temporal and we are chasing things that do not last and that do not matter. Lose Yourself as a program is a call to discipleship. Those who lose their life for Christ's sake will find it and those who seek their own will lose it. This is an Old Testament book that reaffirms that perspective that encourage us to find our meaning and our purpose outside our personal and selfish pursuits and move into a life of meaning and purpose that only God can align and God can inspire. And so, friend, today we're going to do a little bit of a prologue and a bit of a background on this important book that offers wisdom and perspective. And as we read through it, you can't help but see our culture and see the trappings of this world that keep us from the path that God has for us. Some might be skeptical of this book and saying, perhaps there's better books to study for discipleship. I counter that Ecclesiastes is a great book to start with because it identifies our flawed views, our misplaced passions, and our faulty worldview. In fact, Ecclesiastes is often a really good book to speak to others who are not of faith, because it bridges the gap. You start with Solomon's wisdom. You start with that perspective of trying to pursue worldly things, and you allow them to see the futility and move towards meaning through faith. What was interesting to me was during the pandemic, many people read Ecclesiastes. I saw person after person decide that they were going to take that study on because what they were doing was even in ministry and even in our families, people were ascribing idolatry to things that are good, the size of a church, the budget of a church, the look of their friends and family, their socioeconomic status. And for a season, those metrics were unsustainable. And people had to define their faith and their spiritual life apart from big church buildings, apart from large budgets, apart from the sheen of a projected Christian life and cultural Christianity. And so as we emerged back out of that, it was interesting to see how people, after studying this book, were able to reorient and realign their ministries in a healthy and more biblical manner. 
I saw a lot of programs and other distractions that had been held on to for years for nostalgia purposes finally kind of go by the wayside. I saw things that were personality-driven instead of Bible-driven fall by the wayside. And so Ecclesiastes is a tremendous book that allows us to see our own bias and our ulterior motives and be able to surrender those so that God can do a miracle in our lives. See, first and foremost, a lot of people look at the Old Testament and they feel like, well, that's the old law, that's something that is not applicable to me, and they tend to almost exclusively look at the New Testament. And of course, I love the New Testament, but when it comes to study of the Old Testament, it gives perspective and it gives challenge and many of the observations in the Old Testament are as true today as they were thousands of years ago. Old Testament, it was written for our learning and our admonition and our doctrine, and it allows us to train in righteousness. And so let's dive in to this important book and see how it is going to help us identify our own shortcomings, and then see how Christ can fill that in over the course of this series. This book was attributed to King Solomon, one of the wisest people in history. In, in fact, many secular scholars are impressed with the wisdom of King Solomon. This book was written around 945, 950 BC, and the book loosely translated from the Hebrew means the words of the preacher. Ecclesiastes 1.1 uses the words preacher and assembly to describe it. This book talks about Solomon's exceeding wisdom and wealth. He's presiding over in the Jewish people in the past who've had a tragic and difficult history, yet he is guiding them through a period of stability. And this is someone who, over the course of his life, sees the fruition of many goals, sees wealth, relationships, and all the trappings, and is even at times, despite his wisdom seduced by those vices, only to find out the emptiness and how those are pale substitutes for God. Chapter 1, verse 1, it says the words of the teacher, son of David and king of Jerusalem. Verse 2 goes right into says, meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher. Utter meaningless. Everything is meaningless. These words ring so hollow because when you have someone that has experienced so much and is so well-respected, in some translations it says vanity. Meaningless and vanity describes the fleetingness of our lives and our purpose and the things that we hold so dear. What is amazing about Ecclesiastes is it helps us identify things that are so important to us and so valuable to us, but upon closer inspection, fail to deliver on their promises. Meanwhile, God delivers every time on our promises. Those two words occur 35 times in 29 verses. Under the sun also occurs 29 times in 27 verses. And this represents our point of view, not a godly point of view. And what I want you to get from this as we get ready to launch into the series is everything from our point of view without the gospel is meaningless and vain. And so as we get ready to jump in to this book, we have to sometimes make appraisals of ourselves and our spiritual life. Ecclesiastes 1.3 asks, what profit has a man from all of his labor in which he toils under the sun? 
Friend, this is the question that is asked in every self-help book, the existential crisis that haunts everyone. What is my purpose in life? What am I doing here? What am I toiling for? Does it even matter? Well, friend, that is where we're launching from as we look at this. I want you to think about who you are and what is your purpose in life. Are you walking in faith or are you walking in works? When you hold the standard up, it allows us to assess our lives, our values, our activities, and our priorities from a God perspective and not a man perspective. It is easy for every one of us to fall into the trap of living for ourselves and ignoring scripture and just pursuing our passions and our ambitions. Each time that happens, we find ourselves empty, disillusioned, tired, and feeling like we don't have a purpose in this life. Friend, we are called to so much more. So as we get ready to jump into this study, I want you to remember that your life does have a purpose. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. God has made you unique and amazing in your own right. And all you have to do is walk with him day by day in scripture, in your spiritual disciplines, in your community of faith to find out how is God going to use me today? So many times we think we have nothing to offer God, or sometimes we think that if we have financial blessings, if we have the right relationship, if we have the right status, if we have the right skill set or academics, then God is going to bless us and give us purpose and meaning in our life. Friend, you don't have to wait on all that. And I've known many people with those things in their life who still struggled with a sense of purpose and meaning in their life. I've known many people who have pursued even good things to fill them up, but they were ended up being meaningless and vanity. And so, friend, that's where we have to work together, and that's where God's Word works in our life and helps us address our blind spots and helps us discern when we are living for God and when we're living for ourselves. And the reason why Lose Yourself has its theme is because I've known so many people that have had everything and they're to be envied in every earthly way, but in many cases they were miserable and meaningless. I've known many people who were lived of humble means, did not have access to things, but they walked with God every day of their life. And they said, whatever I have is yours, God. And they let God guide their purpose and they lived with meaning, and they lived with purpose, and they lived with hope. And they did not say the things that Solomon says here about their toil is meaningless, their life has no purpose, it's all vanity. I find that many people who chase it say those things, and many of the people who are faithful to whatever God does with them find that God can use them in amazing ways. For example, that does not mean that you don't have to get a good education. When God transforms us in our discipleship journey, he also transforms things that we have access to. He transforms our finances. He transforms our lifestyle and our families and our worship so that you can be a person of means. But God is going to give that purpose and allow you to bless people and use it for his glory. God might afford you a wonderful education, and he's going to allow you to leverage that and give people hope and inspire them in their faith. 
God can give you opportunities to be there for other people. And God can give you opportunities to leverage your relationships and your resources for his glory. So as this series commences, you have someone who has everything, wisdom, relationships, money, power, everything that we aspire for. And he says it's meaningless and it's all vanity. That is the cautionary tale of a materialistic life spent on self. Friend, as we get ready to jump into this journey, I want you to be excited about how this is going to help us identify our blind spots and help us to interact with God in a much more rich manner. And it gives more meaning and purpose as we apply the New Testament to our lives. Today, I'm going to leave you with 1 Corinthians 1.31. But of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. Friend, that's just a simple reminder to keep our eyes on things that are eternal and not temporal. In the coming weeks, we're going to talk about the difference between earthly wisdom and godly wisdom, the difference between God's perspective and our perspective, and the need for us to be able to tell the difference so that we can put our effort and our heart and our mind towards things that matter and things that are going to last instead of things that are like a vapor that will be gone tomorrow. Friend, my hope is that you will wake up every day with a sense of purpose, that you will follow God in a discipleship path. As you grow in your faith and become more and more like Christ, the more you will understand that God has a plan for you and a life of purpose awaits you on that journey. We're out of time. I'm so glad you could join me today and I'll see you on our next episode of Lose Yourself. This has been Lose Yourself. Lose Yourself is a teaching ministry of Bible teacher, Dr. Mike Cunningham. For more information about Mike and his ministry, check out his blog at loseyourself.life. Until next time, make it your ambition to lose yourself to Christ. Lose Yourself is a production of Key Radio.